You're listening to The John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. Shakes left, shakes back right, eight, seven. He can't get free of Marcus. Five, left wing. Flagler driving, throws it out to Akinjo. He's got to shoot it up. Desperation. He missed it. Winner, winner, winner. Down goes number one. Red Raiders win it. The Bears have been trapped in their own house, and their 21-game win streak is done. Now. Back to the voice of the national championship, Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Jeff Haxton with the call, courtesy of the Texas Tech Sports Network from Learfield. That was back on uh, January 11th. Tech comes into the Farrell Center, knocks off Baylor, ends the Bears, as Jeff said, so uh, excitedly, a 21-game winning streak and Baylor's first loss of the season. Baylor was 15-0 coming into that game and left with their first loss of the year. Jeff's a partner on the basketball broadcast, also a part of the uh, football broadcast, and really a guy that has his finger on the pulse of everything Texas Tech uh, Red Raiders is Chris Level, who is kind enough to step away from the team shoot-around to visit with us. Chris, uh, great to be here, and I appreciate your time today. J-Mo, how are we doing on this lovely Wednesday? It is very nice. It is very nice. Had a little <laughs> stroll on the out from the hotel, ran into Joey McGuire, the new mayor of Lubbock. So uh, it's been very nice so far. <laughs> he's, uh, yeah, he's, he, he's a ball of energy for sure. But, yeah, he's always, yeah. He's always going. I'm sure he'll be here tonight. Yeah, he, he won't actually. Uh, I said, are you going to be at the game? And he said he'd scheduled a clinic in Amarillo. So he's headed out oh, of town okay. for that. So there's an update on Joey McGuire. But he really has, before we talk basketball, he really has, uh, you know, hit the ground running and, and seems like been received really well out here. Yeah, no, he has. I think that, you know, uh, I, I think his energy has been infectious. I think that, uh, that their ability to recruit early on has got them uh, some momentum I think in the public eye, and I think uh, you know, obviously the the bowl win over Mike Leach, and just kind of got got everybody kind of excited about football again. Because it's been, you know, John, it's been rough around here. It's not been, you know, we haven't had uh, the, the years around here like like you guys have had. And, and some most of those uh, seasons in the last five to seven, where you know you're going to a bowl game and you're you're winning more than you're losing, it's been a struggle. And I think people are just looking for some uh, a reason to be optimistic. Uh, and and I think Joey's kind of brought a lot of that, and, and I think that you know people have gotten behind. You know, it's just it's good timing for him. I think to, to be here. I, I bet I know who's taking his seat uh, at the fo- football. I mean, the basketball game tonight because I think Pat Mahomes is going to be here. So maybe uh, <laughs> maybe yeah. maybe Pat's going to sit in, in where Joey was going to sit. Nice, very good. Yep, star power for this game tonight, and a sellout, and a whiteout, and all that stuff. So that's all right. Bring it on. Uh, you guys have had some really great atmospheres uh, at games this year. Uh, none of which uh, it could probably top that Texas game, right? When Texas came out here. Yeah, no, nothing's gonna nothing's gonna top that. Maybe ever. I mean, I don't know really in the, in the college basketball just space in general if if that because that one was just it had every layer to it i mean yeah the emotion was very fresh it was very raw um it, it was anger it was i mean all, all, all the layer and then and i think that the, the part that people forgot about both teams were really good and so that yeah. you know because if both teams are 500 it's not near as big of a deal but both teams are really good and there was a lot on the line and but yeah, it was uh, that place was juiced uh, that night. I mean, for sure. But it it'll it'll be exciting tonight. It'll be there's only two home games left after this one, 
And so, yeah, it'll be, I would guess, full or, or very close to it uh, tonight. But, yeah, the atmosphere in this place, because I think people, the fan base here kind of felt, oh, uh, like, you know, it, it, angry or motivated or, or you know, are we still going to be relevant? Our guy left. You know, are we still going to be any good? And I think it's kind of, we'll show we'll show you kind of mentality. But, but Mark has done his part because he's going to put a good product on the floor. Yeah, that's great. No chance that the uh, the fans, we could send the message, hey, you need to hold, you know, save your energy a little bit. You play Texas in Austin on Saturday. You know, don't don't overexert yourself this evening. <laughs> that's not going to happen, and, and so is it? Much of that, you know, and so much of that comes from those students. So, yeah, those students won't be in Austin on the, on Saturday. But, yeah, these students, there's some there's some people camping out and stuff. And, and it's, uh, but it was nothing like that. That, that. that deal two weeks ago was a just full-on circus. Uh, I mean, you know, just, I mean, a two-day party out there in the field right below mm-hmm. the arena. and You know, Ric Flair here. I mean, come on. And it was like, you know, yeah. I don't know if P.T. Barnum or Vince McMahon was more proud of, of what Texas Tech did that night. <laughs> that was great. And a big win to keep you undefeated at home. Uh, only team in the Big 12 that is undefeated at home on the season. Uh, you know, credit your students, your fan base for that also. Yeah, you know, this is just a really tough home court environment. They're not, you know, this is not a perfect team. I mean, Baylor is going to give the Red Raiders all they want tonight. But I think that, you know, Baylor will be able to handle it. You know, Oklahoma State, Iowa State, TCU the other day, they they couldn't. Whenever the game kind of hangs in the balance and you go on one of those 8-0, 10-0 runs or spurts, and then the crowd really just kind of gets into it. And the the opposition, more often than not, they crack and they can't. You know, Baylor's obviously been in those environments before. And they'll, they'll be just fine. But that's what's happened in this building this year is the crowd just really does play a part. And that's that's really – you were down 28-15 to 15 in the first half against TCU the other night. They made seven threes in the first half. And then you you end the half on a 15-5 run and start the second half on a 20-5 to five run. And, and the crowd was just going nuts the whole time. And, it, and I think TCU just never able to recover from that. Chris Lovell, our guest, Texas Tech Sports Network, uh, be on the call tonight. Baylor and Texas Tech here in Lubbock. Uh, Chris, tell everybody about Mark Adams. I mean, you, you, we've seen him on the sidelines, you know, in that defensive coordinator role, but now, you know, moving over a chair as the head coach. This is a guy, you know, getting his shot, his first shot at Division One as a head coach, but he's won a lot of games in his coaching career. Looks like a professor, doesn't he? I mean, he looks yeah, he does. Mis- miscast. Yeah, is it? No, he... Mar, everybody in West Texas has been well aware of, of Coach Adams for years. I mean, years and years and years. He is, uh, you know, just intertwined in the fiber of basketball in this part of the state and really just in the state of Texas in general. And I think, uh, you know, he, he, got to, he got to where he's at because of what he did at the junior college levels. He's been a D1 head coach before. But, you know, he's a Texas Tech grad, and this is where he wanted to be. And I think, yeah, he, he obviously didn't go with, with Chris to Austin because he wanted to, a shot at what he termed his dream job. And they gave it to him, and he's taken the, the baton and ran with it. But uh, I think people out here were, okay, can he recruit? Can he put a staff together? I mean, so far so good on, on both of those fronts. But, you know, where he, where he you know, his bread is buttered is just he's a really elite defensive-minded coach and looks at the game completely different than – that, that a lot of guys do, and I think that's what this team has kind of hung their hat on, if you will, and kind of the culture is diving on the floor. You take charges. You're, you're, you're playing this, this help defense. We're all bought in, and we're
And we weren't sure with all these new pieces how quickly you know, they would all buy into defense because Mark will be the first guy to tell you. It's not fun playing defense, but he, mm-hmm. he figures out a way to get them to do it and do it well. Chris, what do you remember about that first game? What stands out in your mind from uh, Tech's win in Waco back in January? Well, that you were down, I think, 15 points with nine to go in the first half, and you, you, you end the half on a 10-0 run to give yourself a chance. I think you were getting close to getting run out of the gym. You know, T.J. Shannon didn't play in that one, and it was Kevin McCullers' first game back after he'd missed uh, a couple of weeks. And, and I just I, – th- that was the first time, I guess, I thought – because they had just beaten Kansas. And, I, I, I mean, you know, you, you go to Waco and like, well, this isn't going to be fun, you know, after all the, the win streak and all that. And, and I think when they went on that run to end the half and they gave themselves a chance, uh, but, I, you know, because you, you don't – you barely make any free throws in that game. You don't really knock down many threes. You just kind of did it with your defense and and were able to score. And, and the, you turn it over a bit at the end uh, that, that made everybody a bit nervous. But, uh, I mean, it was just all, all the all the role players, like the Clarence Adoni, the Marcus Santos Silva, all those guys played really, really well in that game. And, the way, and one of the transfers, Davion Warren, here's what I specifically remember this. He scores two points in that game. And the only two points he scores were free throws with less than a minute to go, and they right, were they meant right. everything. Yeah, and if you if you if he didn't make those, you don't win. So, yeah, th- those are a few things I would remember from about a month ago. But yeah, tough loss for Baylor. Uh, first home loss, you know, where it snapped the twenty get one game winning streak. First home loss in I think twenty six games. So, uh, big win for Tech. Rematch coming up tonight. Uh, and here we are late in the year and. You know, injuries are will definitely be a factor tonight. I know from our side, uh, Jonathan Chumwa-Chachua is out for the rest of the year. I really hate that for him. Uh, L.J. Cryer will be a game day decision uh, or a game time decision. And and you guys are a little little banged up. Some questions uh, with McCullers tonight. Yeah, Kevin McCuller dinged his ankle up uh, the other day. He'll be a game time decision. But it, it just and I hate that for these kids. I mean, there's so much that gets put into this sport and at this time of year and you know sometimes these are fluky deals some guys sometimes guys your bodies kind of break down but that's kind of been the story of uh, of of your team john and then and this red raider team here that there really hasn't been any time where you've had like all of your pieces healthy and rolling you know i think the last time baylor was truly healthy was you know right right before that that tech game in in january because they Sohan had gotten hurt right before that, but but since then they just have had multiple pieces out, and obviously with Chacho out, that's going to be that way the rest of the year. And you know, Tech has been, you know, they had COVID stuff. You know, McCullough has been in and out, and TJ has obviously been a question mark for the most part of the season. Uh, you, you had Malik Wilson, one of your backup guards, with a knee surgery earlier in the season. He missed about three or four weeks, so it's just been frustrating because you just, you know, you. And it's it's tough on on like Coach Drew or Coach Adams trying to figure out how to work with chemistry, and when you got guys in and out of the mix, and you want to lean on certain guys and kind of back off with certain guys, but that's a difficult part. But every game has been a bit different. Hey, final question, Chris. We'll let you get back out to that uh, team shoot around. But uh, this it, has this year been seems like more of a meat grinder than we've ever had in the Big Twelve. A thousand percent. Yeah, I, I feel like the referees aren't calling as many fouls. I feel like every night is is a rock fight because I think teams are struggling to score um, it, it, because the defenses are so good. The portal 
has created a situation to where most teams are very experienced, very old. There's depth there in a lot of cases. And I think all of that is just equal, you know, just really competitive, good basketball in, in this league. When one team in your conference is below 500 overall, you're, you're likely to get seven teams in the tournament again. But there's just no let up at all. I mean, it's, it's just almost kind of – and you can't get down when you take a loss. You've got to bounce back because you don't have any time to feel sorry for yourself because the tests the test just keep on coming. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Hey, man, I really appreciate you stepping away from practice to visit with us. Look forward to seeing you tonight. Thanks a lot. J-Mo, your class act, buddy. Anytime, man. Appreciate you. I'll see you in a little while. I appreciate you. Thank you very much. Chris Level, Texas Tech Sports Network. He and Jeff Haxton will have the call for uh, Tech tonight on the Texas Tech Sports Network. Baylor and Texas Tech here in Lubbock, United Supermarkets Arena. Uh, Baylor again at 9-3 and three in conference play. Tech one game back at 8-4. and four. And Baylor number 7 in the nation. Tech number 11 in the nation. Uh, the teams that are right now 2nd and 3rd in the league in the standings. So big game, big game. A lot uh, riding on this one tonight, Baylor and Tech. And uh, you heard Chris say, uh, Aaron, uh, pr- uh, probably a sellout crowd or close to it, wide out tonight. Uh, their fans, I mean, they, their students, they really get going here in Lubbock. Uh, 